This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com Okay, Rabotai. It's written in this week's parasha when Moshe Rabbeinu came down and saw that Am Yisrael, B'nai Yisrael deviated and were Chote Becheta Egel. They sinned with the golden calf. So Moshe Rabbeinu started telling Hashem, pleading with him for Am Yisrael, and Hashem said, that's it. It's over for the Jewish people. So Moshe Rabbeinu at that point said, If you're going to go ahead and wipe the Jews, wipe me along with them, and erase me from the books that you wrote. It's a very radical statement. If you notice in the parasha that we just read in Parashat Chitzaveh, Moshe Rabbeinu's name does not appear. So the Balaturim says that the reason why Moshe Rabbeinu's name doesn't appear is because there's a statement that says, chacham afilu that the uh, curse of a chacham, even if it was intended to be on a condition, that if it would happen, it doesn't apply. But once it's spoken, there's power to words. And what I want to mention and speak about today is the power of words. Because that power of words that Moshe Rabbeinu said, if you don't keep the Jews going, because of that, Hashem had to have those words be fulfilled, at least in the parashat Tetzavit, says the Balaturim. So Moshe Rabbeinu said words, and they had an effect. So I want to speak about the importance of making sure that we are careful with our words, even when we're joking, especially when we're angry, and in all types of scenarios, not to play around with words, because words have a power. Sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me. That's not true. In Judaism, that's not true. Words will hurt me. And I'll tell you why. My good friend Rabbi Weinstock brought to my attention a few beautiful Mary Mekomot that I want to share with you. Number one is the following. The Sefer Achinuch in Mitzvah Rish Lamed Aleph in regards to not cursing somebody in Am Yisrael. There's a, there's a Mitzvah not to be Mekalel. Why? Why is it so bad to curse? So what? The guy says something, just disregard it. Sefer Achinuch says like this. Where does speech come from? HaKadosh Baruch Hu put in a person speech because it's written in Sefer Bereshit Hashem blew in a person life. And the Unkulus explains to a, uh, to a alive life. Hashem gave koach and a lot of koach, koach rav, to be able to act and to take effect with what you speak. Because our speech comes directly from the breath that Hashem put in us. And we are directly connected to Hashem 
when we speak. And when we say something, there's an effect in Shamayim. When we say something down below, it's not like it's nothing. It has an effect in the higher worlds. Because the koach of a person comes from the highest source. From the koach adibur of a person. Speech comes from the highest source. It's so important to realize that our words have an effect. The Ben Ishchai explains this regarding being able to always speak good. In Yiddish there's a statement, Tchach good, l'tzozayin good. Think good and it will be good. But we're going to say even further, speak good and it will be good. When we know that we see in the Gemara, the Tanayim by Rabbi Akiva, he would always say, call the Avdin Shamaya letav avid. Says the Ben Ishchai, ki ha'adam shepoteach piv letova. A person who opens his mouth out and says something good. Even if he has a negative decree against him, it'll be nullified. If his speech, and when he speaks, is a proper speech. I'll tell you a phenomenal, scary story that happened. One year, not that long ago, closer to Pesach. Pesach's a a scary time for the women. They have to start. Uh, they have to start uh, preparing in advance, scrubbing in between the little lines of the balato. They they go way way overboard. Nashim tzitkaniyot. They are they are careful. They paint the walls and imagine you're given the job as taking apart the couch. And don't worry, your wife's the mashgiach. She's going to check afterwards to make sure you did it okay. And you know, according to halacha, come on, I have to do all of these things. But you think you're being a lamdan, but for her, it's treif. You have no choice. So you're taking apart the couch, and, and uh, by the time you're finished, you have this whole tray of cake that you found there. So, you know, you see that there is something to it. You found all types of good tazach in there. And, and she took apart the cu- you take apart the couch. So one year, the Levines, the husband, was in charge of taking apart the couch. And he, and he, and he vacuumed, and he finally got everything ready. And one of the children... Four-year-old child, Moshe Levine, he didn't understand the importance of a chametz-free zone. Why? Because he was doing his job description. His job description is being a four-year-old. A four-year-old's job description is to take cookies, go on the couch, and jump and eat at the same time. That's what he's supposed to do. But the father didn't see it in that light at that moment, and he lost it. What's going on over here? Mm-hmm. Look what you did, Moshe, after all of what I after all of what I worked on, and he became red in the face and he started yelling at Moshe. <sighs> Moshe didn't know what happened. Like well, he thought like maybe he uh, he destroyed the house or something. Poor Keith, four years old. But the father lost it. Okay? We lose our temper sometimes. The mother in the other room heard this, and she was like, Oh, come on, the poor kid. She felt bad for her kid. So she said something that right away she regretted. She said, well, to her husband, she started yelling at him. If that's how you treat children, why should Hashem give you more? Something very sharp. As soon as those words left her mouth, she regretted it. At that time, she was expecting their second child, 
remember, Maisha is four years old, so for four years they didn't have children. Uh, later that day, she began to feel weak and achy. She assumed maybe because she was working a lot. But as the week wore on, her symptoms worsened. By the first days of Yom Tepas and by Cholamoid, she was certain something was wrong with the child she was carrying. She started, um, she started investigating, and sure enough, she went through a miscarriage. They were devastated. She knew that she said something sharp. They went to Rav Chaim Kanievsky and they told him over the story. She said, could it be because of this that I lost the child? Rav Chaim concurred. He said, words have power. Could be. Yes. So Rebetzin Kanievsky felt, heard, the, heard their pain and she felt very bad and she said, listen, as a schut and as a merit, accept upon yourself to be careful with your speech, to be careful with the words that you speak and hopefully you'll have a Yeshua. They went home. They accepted upon themselves that from now on they're going to be careful. Two more minutes. Just try to delay for two more minutes. They're going to try to be more careful. And eventually, the year after, they had twin boys. So Hashem listened to their tefillah. That's the Koach tefillah. I said over a story recently by Rabbi Machlufa Buchatzerah. He was very friendly with his friend, the Shochet. And he got upset at him one time, and he, and, and, and he started crying. And the Shochet said, why are you crying? He says, it's too late. There was a nigzerag zerah min hashamayim. And the Shochet said, what, what? He, obviously he got upset at him. So he says, but I have a takana for you. Go buy a chicken. Stay with the chicken all night. Learn to heal him, say to heal him all night, but don't fall asleep at all. If you fall asleep, that's the end of you. In the morning, this guy was fought himself the whole night. In the morning already, he sees that the chicken died, and he was he runs about machluf machluf zeros need batla. Chachamim especially have a koach, so you have to be very very careful never to upset chachamim. There's a live interview where this reporter was once bothering Ravavadi Yosef on the news, and Ravavadi got upset at him, and he started like being very upset at him. The parents of this reporter called him. You better go to Ravani and beg for your forgiveness right away. Uh, Chachamim who get upset have a power all the more so all the more so if they say something. And not only that, even us regular people if we say something it has an effect. So let's be careful with our words and only speak good words and only say brachot. Never say klalot and that way we will fulfill the dictum of Chachamim to the fullest. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.